so the so this is from jose esteban muñoz who is um a cultural studies scholar queer of color scholar and this book is called disidentifications and it's about um the way that queer people have to navigate and negotiate identity within um homophobic transphobic racist kind of uh worlds so basically disidentifying is like so say you're taking this class that is the rhetorics of power and it's taught by white men you're going into into that class as a different identity in, in him and in order to kind of survive in that class you'll disidentify you'll identify with some things and you'll you'll kind of like be like okay this doesn't include me but i need to take the knowledge that i can take here and think about it of how it relates to me and i feel like that those kind of negotiations are things that we constantly do in queer in a in a in queer communities that are kind of saturated as white usually wow. and then in our in our black community that sometimes is homophobic transphobic etc but i'm okay. curious where what do you think about this idea disidentification i go into these classes and they are saying all of this stuff that like is supposed to be supportive of like my identities for example as someone who's black and queer but then like we don't really have like any black queer professors. We don't have any black queer students. I, I feel like I'm not funded well enough. I don't know. I and you, I are, you like, aren't. You aren't. I'm gonna tell you, you aren't. You should be making more money <laughs> to, to to be there. You should be making more. Yeah. Money. Yeah. Um, I feel like I there are things that I'm going to have to learn how to grapple with mm -hmm. in my future that like. I'm probably not going to learn from my white male, white women professors or black straight professors at all. But there are things that I, I probably need to like know. Mm -hmm. um, but then like, there are like not that many of us in academia. So um, it's probably gonna be a trial and error for me. Um, I have yet to this day ever had a black queer professor before. So mm -hmm. um I don't know if that has anything to do with just have, just have well, no, justification. It, def it, de okay. it definitely does because you're you're describing the way that you're having to negotiate your identity within these identities that don't so su don't support yours. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's like you're so like you're the way that you have to perform your identity changes based on you know what situation you're in. So I want to talk about straight men. Okay. Are we talking about Love, Simon, and Love, Victor? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. They, I, they're all, all, the gay characters are straight. Um, I, I only recently found out that the character from Love, Victor was straight. I thought he was actually gay because I was like, I remember that when they made the movie Love, Simon, they got a lot of like backlash because the actor was straight. And so I was like, well, surely if they're making a spinoff, they're going to actually hire a gay person. And he was honestly very convincing for like someone who was like either bisexual or like bicurious or whatever. Um, but then I found out that he wasn't even gay. He was straight and that he uh, he apparently got advice from his gay cousin to make it believable. So 
I actually, in terms of the actor, I I like Victor more than I like Simon. I just I feel like Victor was much more of a sweeter person than Simon. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but like the whole this whole love Victor love Simon premise, like what what is the whole deal with it? Like, is it supposed to be like this? It's like the character themselves are like closeted and then it's also portrayed like played by a straight person. So I'm like, how is this related to like queer queer people? Like if there's all of that going on. Hmm. Like what's it's what's what's the whole point of these movies? I feel like these movies are for people who um I feel like they're targeted to queer people who like just came out um and so they're kind of like in like they're like uh like puppy phase of like being like well like like there's like new baby gays they're like wearing rainbows because they're like oh my god i'm out i'm proud but they, they don't like, do have, that in the movie though they don't do none they, of that in the movie they don't but like also like i don't like for example i don't care about coming out movies like i don't watch those anymore because i'm like I, i'm out i don't care why am i watching this traumatic stuff i don't want to see it like it's i'm done it with is it. traumatic yeah. so it i'm like traumatic. i'm not interested in, i'm interested in movies that are just like regular movies but they have they feature queer characters and like i still want them to like go through issues that are specific to queer people but i feel like the only issue that the film industry knows that queer people face is coming is out. like coming out so i really i feel as though that these movies are targeted towards straight white people it's <laughs> like just like just like queer eye the revamped queer eye is oh, targeted like God. if if listen if if this is queer content that straight people can easily consume and not feel uncomfortable, okay. this, I feel as though that that because because this is the it's the kind of money move that the the film and television industry tries to make to make it more to make this story more universal. It has to not really be too gay, you know. Maybe that's why they cast a straight actor because it's like look they these are straight men and they're like doing this so it's more digestible for because yeah. queer eye is extremely like it's so it's so obvious that it's targeted towards like straight white people because it is, episode, i've episodes where they're like helping like trump supporters and stuff i'm like I, and police officers that? did you see yeah. that one yes <laughs> yes like, they did is, that fake is... police that fake police situation remember mm. that oh my god i do yeah yeah i don't want to see that so i know that that's not for me i stopped watching it a while ago um just because okay. i was like i watched the entire first season i think i may have watched some of the second season but i just stopped because i was like i don't like the people that they're helping <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah i fell off of it definitely so it just doesn't feel queer. Exactly. It's it's very normative, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not it, it it's not yeah, how can it be queer eye when yeah, it, it's not really queer. I mean, th- this is kind of interesting like what, I feel like yeah. what not to wear was like more queer than queer eye. I don't think I've seen that. With uh Clinton, is his name Clinton Kelly and Stacy, whatever her name is. 
Hmm. Clinton Clinton is gay. Huh. So he, what yeah. not to wear? Okay. That'll be something I check it's out. It's very old. It was on TLC. Well, no. But see, I was gonna say, like, what kind of queer content do we we have posts? So, but what other kinds of and there's a there's a there's a lot that I'm thinking of, but it's they're not mainstream. Um, but like what kind of mainstream queer content do we have? Or is it all saturated with straight people or white queer people portraying, you know, these title characters? Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, we do have pose. I like pose, but it's not something that I would be able to just put on in the background. Um, it's very traumatic. <laughs> um, would Glee count? Glee, Glee, Glee. I, I would say Glee. I remember Glee. Glee what? Glee was queer. Glee was definitely queer. Um, um, had a whiteness problem, but we're gonna overlook that. Oh, oh yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna disidentify with that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, movie wise, I've seen movies, but I feel like all of like the queer movies that I've seen. They're usually like low budget or like indie films. But see, that's that's where I've been finding it too. Like that's I feel like that's where we're gonna get those the real stories. These mm-hmm. very low budget. They're usually a lot better. Like yeah. the stuff that I like find on like Amazon Prime. That's yeah. like made with like an iphone yeah that'd be it's the, like a lot better than love simon yeah story wise narrative wise like mm-hmm. those are the mo- like those are the the best movies for queer content have be- you seen yeah. the show boys town on amazon prime Mm-mm. a bit of a white problem that's i i think is this is this a show set in britain Mm-mm. no i don't watch shows that are set no. in other countries <laughs> other countries no um i don't Um, like accents that sounds very (laughs) that sounds very xenophobic actually it does (laughs) well it's it's primarily british accents okay you don't like british british okay that's fine that's fine there's nothing wrong with that that's not xenophobic (laughs) um okay boys town okay I, I mean, I already told you this. Jocelyn Hernandez's cabaret. Mm-hmm. Just check that out. Um, that's very queer. And um, the they did a queer season of this show called Are You the One? Oh. Yeah. They don't see, they don't broadcast it a lot. They don't, it's not up on Netflix, but it aired like two years ago. And it was all people, it was people who, were uh sexually fluid gender fluid like it was a really great it was a really great cast really hot yeah it was hot it was hot it was yeah that was a great that was a great season and they haven't done another season like that but i think that was the best season because usually that show is just nothing but straight people and that season do you want a gay bachelor no i i I think what I think the kind of shows we need more of are shows that were like Flavor of Love, like with like and then like remember Tila Tequila? Did you did you watch that at all? No. Okay. 
I like shows like that. Like I don't I don't like the I do like Flavor of Love. I'm a Tiffany Pollard good fan. Good. Good. That's good. That's, That's good actually thing. in my Tinder bio as one of my likes is Tiffany Pollard quotes. <laughs> <laughs> She's so funny. She's like mm-hmm. the best. She's the best. Yeah. Um I like shows like that. I don't like The Bachelor because The Bachelor is so I don't know. It's so like melodramatic. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I could I could go for like a clear like flavor of love. I could I that would actually be really okay. I want to talk about the current your research and in, interest in OnlyFans and Twitter. Kind of mm-hmm. tell me what you're seeing with with this and I really like is it informed by, you know, the pandemic? How have I mean, how have these things changed since the pandemic at least in your research? Um, I feel like pre-COVID, um, OnlyFans was this website that was like uh, a legit. I don't want to say legitimate, but I feel like it was a very like small, like in terms of like employment of like sex workers. Like I feel like it, it wasn't like that big. Um, I watched the Hulu documentary about OnlyFans. And so they kind of explain like the history of it. The you um, said Yahoo, Hulu, Hulu. Okay. Oh mm-hmm. fuck! I didn't yeah, there's Hulu. a there's a documentary about it, and like these are people who like would either come from like modeling or they would come from like adult entertainment, and they would like they got these accounts and they had like a bunch of like followers. They were making like good money to like live off of it, and then of course, um, it uh, I can't remember if Bella Thorne joined before or after COVID. It was during um, COVID. It was during COVID. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. She's so a porn she, director now. She she has a film. She's dirty. Oh, she's dirty. Um, she's yeah. She she looks dirty to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't. What show really was like, she on? Shake it off. Shake it up. Yeah. Shake it up. Zendaya. Yeah, Zendaya. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of like. <sighs> made it i feel like very like well known to a lot of people um because she was like one of like the first like major celebrities to join and then like a bunch of other people as like they started getting like laid off or maybe they wanted extra money they began to join it too just to get extra cash and so then i think it became less of like um it became like very like oversaturated with people trying to make content mm-hmm. and so instead of people being able to like there was like only like a couple people on on like OnlyFans and that could be like their full employment to get money. A whole bunch of people joined, and like now people say like if you join like post um, COVID that you will not be able to make like it's, a like livable income. Off it's that. too much. Yeah, it's too many people on, and it's like at least at least for the content that I kind of see. It's like every it's like every you're it's like people are going for this kind of like shock or wow factor now in order to bring in more people, mm-hmm. at least from what I've seen. Um, because mm-hmm. like I mean you can and only now yeah. Yeah. Oh go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say you can only, you know, fuck so much. You can only, you know, show, you know, a put you know, different positions so much. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it seems like they're they're trying to find ways to get audiences in more 
Yeah, and that's what I was about to say is like now it's not even just like like erotic content. There are people who just upload stuff that like is not even sexual at all, but you still pay mm. and subscribe to that stuff. I tried to get an owner, but it didn't end up not working for me just because like I was too lazy. I yeah, had this you... whole thing planned out. I was gonna like get a bunch of office supplies and like shove them up my ass. And that was gonna be like my that was gonna be my thing. Um but <laughs> why were you gonna do that? Because it was like it was like a cute play like, ooh, I'm an academic. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I like that. That is mm-hmm. it's 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 sound I didn't I don't mean to laugh at your business venture. I didn't no, mean, no, no. Please do, because it's hilarious. <laughs> but I really think you should try, like, I really think you should do it in a different context. Like, kind of do a photo series of it or something like that. I don't know. I, I You know what? Photos might be easier than videos. Because, like, I had, like, a bunch of highlighters and markers that I was going to, like... And they, did, they, did they mess up your, your butthole? No, because I didn't open them. Oh, you didn't. Okay. No, 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 no. I wasn't. No, you didn't no. do it. You didn't do it. I didn't do it, and like, like I, I wasn't gonna like have like a stapler up there or anything crazy. <laughs> but like, you know what? You would up... probably get a lot of people that would subscribe to see that. To see oh, I know. Have a shape, a stapler. Yeah. <laughs> but I ended up not going through with it because I. In my mind, I didn't realize how much of like a business it is. Yeah. And that in order for me to actually make enough money for it to be worth it, that like it would have to be a part time job. And there was going to have to be a bunch of like crowdsourcing, marketing, and, business. Yeah, exactly. That I just didn't want to do. And, and a lot for a lot of people that I think for a lot of OnlyFans people, I think, well, I think it's evident for a lot of people that are OnlyFans content creators they have teams like they have editors they have a uh, uh, camera crew they have uh, people who post on social media for them probably like it is a whole business and i think that's the whole thing with people really you know people really de- devalue sex work online sex work or any kind of sex work but it is there are it is not only are you showcasing your body and and you know doing all of that there is this business side to it. And for, yeah, for a lot of people, it is a, a wake up call when you're like, oh, I want to start an OnlyFans. And you're like, oh, fuck, like money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't see, I don't have the technical skills mm-hmm. for like editing. Mm-hmm. I don't have the skills for like marketing. And I don't have the money to pay someone else to do, to do it for me. So yeah. it was kind of not like, it and I also didn't feasible. have the time. I didn't have the time because I was a full-time yeah, graduate student. I feel like for for a lot of people that are like famous OnlyFans people, like that's their like main job. Like it, yeah. it really, yeah, it seems like it really does take over like your yeah, you gotta make it your 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 business. Um what what episode is this? What like this is your fourth or fifth episode on this show? I feel like I've been on her more than four or five times. You've been, yeah, you've been a frequent guest on mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Your mm-hmm. listeners obviously love me. <laughs> so that's why I keep getting invited back. <laughs> you always, you always, you always hype yourself up when you get on here. And you know what? I'm not going to stop you from Nobody doing else that. is. I'm going to do it myself. Exactly. Exactly. 
well let's like let's end how let's end talking about the first time that we met you we talked about this last night just mm-hmm. recount the story because i i feel so embarrassed and just sad that i acted, oh, no. I acted I, towards you like this no no okay we uh, we were going to an event on campus for our homecoming um and i was with a, a mutual friend that we have and um i did not know jalen at the time i just knew of him and um i walked up to him with our mutual friend and jalen had on a gold crocheted or knitted tie, bow tie and i thought it was really cute and so i said oh i like your bow tie and Jalen was like thanks and i was like oh my god i was like he hates me <laughs> um and any other time i ever met you, you just had a very like bad resting bitch face but i can see that i also have a resting bitch face which is why we never talk to each other yeah yeah exactly exactly no, I I feel so bad about that. I don't even rem- like. I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> I def like. I definitely could can visualize me doing that, but I don't know why. I don't know. But I don't know why you did it either. Yeah, but look look at us now. You you've yeah. been you've been on my show. You've been the most frequent guest on the show, so uh-huh. I I guess I guess we're cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 